Welcome to Meldon Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Meldon, and we have a great show today. Uh, my good friend Jeff Cardozo, who is a broadcaster for the University of Florida. Uh, he used to be a, a terrific pitcher for uh, the Gators, and we'll have his story uh, coming in just a few minutes. Uh, our law firm, Meldon Law, has been in the North Central Florida now uh, area now for 52 years as of November. So uh, uh, we're very excited. I opened up my practice in November of 1971 in a small office in uh, Gainesville, right near the courthouse. And we have been uh, uh, serving the citizens of uh, North Central Florida all the way from uh, the villages up to uh, I-75 north of uh, Lake City for the past uh, 52 years. And we're very proud of uh, what we've accomplished in helping uh, the people who have been seriously injured in an accident and want to get back on the road to recovery. Uh, you can give us a call at uh, the office, 352 352- Three seven three eight thousand, or go to meldenlaw.com. Uh, our law firm is very proud uh, that we are um, focusing on creating the, a top-notch client experience. As a matter of fact, we have a lot of people who uh, switch from other law firms to Melden Law, and they said it's night and day between the experience they have coming to Melden Law and uh, going to um, other the prior law firms that they had. Usually that's why they leave. Uh, the, they see the uh, advertisements on TV uh, for these other law firms promising them all this money. Uh, they don't deliver, and then they have to come to uh, uh, Melden Law uh, to put their case back together and make sure that they get a fair shake from the insurance company. So uh, remember... Melden Law is here to help. Uh, if you're seriously injured, let us know. And we're very proud that a large portion of our revenues goes back into the community. Uh, just uh, shows like this, our radio show, um, our newsletter, um, our Scholar Athlete of the Week Award. Uh, we're constantly doing things for the community uh, and in other ways as well. Uh, my wife, Patricia, and I have been uh, the chair of the Alzheimer's Association for the past uh, two years. I've been a uh, supporter uh, for the Tom Petty Festival since they started after he passed in 2017. Uh, we support a lot of uh, organizations. Probably in the last two years, we've probably supported over 100 different community organizations um, all the way from um, uh, Ocala up to Lake City and uh, the areas surrounding them. So uh, if you want help and you want a first-class Ritz-Carlton experience, you come to Meldon Law and we will deliver. couple other things going on. Uh, okay, University of Florida and Florida State, I mean... That is going to be a uh, barn burner. The University of Florida football team has had uh, three near misses, uh, Arkansas, then LSU, and then uh, uh, this past weekend against Missouri. Could have won all three of those games, 
uh, we lost them. Uh, certainly Arkansas and uh, Missouri this weekend were what you would call uh, narrow defeats, and uh, the Gator football team is really uh, improving. So uh, let's go support them. And before the game, UFFSU Fan Fest starting at 4 p.m. So the game's a 7 p.m. game starting at 4 p.m. We're going to have a big party, a Fan Fest, right outside of the O-Dome. We're giving away free gifts to everybody. You get to spin the Wheel of Fortune and figure out what kind of gift uh, you, you're going to get. And we have some really cool gifts uh, for the Florida-Florida State game. A uh, couple other things. In Lake City, uh, wow, November 25th from 10 to 4 p.m. Uh, uh, at the Village Square Plaza where our law office is located. It's right by US 90 and uh, I-75. Uh, there's going to be a small business festival and we're partnering up with all the small businesses in Columbia County to host this festival. There'll be a variety of vendors, games, food, sample, homemade pastry, just in time for the holidays. Uh, also, a couple weeks after that, uh, we're having our uh, holiday party in Lake City at a, uh, a, a club called Prohibition um, and uh, it's a, some friends of ours are involved uh, there, and uh, they do a great job. It's a lot of fun. Live music. Uh, come and join us 5.30 till 9, December 7th. Remember, it's Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, and uh, we're going to be hosting the annual Community Appreciation Holiday Party. So come celebrate. Uh, live music is going to be performed by Josh Nettles, and uh, we're going to have open bar and great food, so uh, come and uh, join us for the holiday season. If you want free tickets for the Gator basketball game, you're just in the nick of time because the season just started, and Melden Law has a great array of tickets that we are giving away to people that go to our Facebook page, Melden Law, and uh, just go to Melden Law Facebook, and you'll see a bunch of great opportunities to win uh, seats uh, to go to the basketball games. Uh, I know we have we have a blast going. I'm really blessed. I got two seats right behind the Gator bench, and I can actually see Coach uh, Todd Golden drawing up plays and stuff like that during. Uh, breaks in the action. So um, we're big fans. You'll see me there. But we got really good seats available for um, everyone. Uh, join. You will eventually win, I promise. Just uh, follow us on Facebook. So uh, that's that's what's uh, going on in uh, our neck of the woods. Um, we're uh, There's a lot going on as well in Ocala. Um, we're going to be uh, involved in a lot of the uh, festivals and celebrations uh, between Thanksgiving uh, and uh, the New Year's. So uh, the best place to go is Facebook, though, because uh, that's where we, we list everything that we're doing in Ocala, Gainesville, Lake City, and uh, you want to be part of it because it's a lot of fun. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back on Melden Law and Friends. 
Jeffrey, what are you doing? Well, I'm joining the band, of course. Since Melvin Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, I want to help. Dad, we're litigators. Let's stick to helping people in the courtroom. Well, can we still hang out and jam a little bit? At Melden Law, we won't back down. The Kiara Grace Foundation proudly presents An Evening with Tim Tebow. Thursday, November 30th at the Touchdown Terrace at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Experience a once-in-a-lifetime VIP meet-and-greet with Tim. Hear his heartfelt stories and his unyielding dedication to the most vulnerable. With your support, we can extend the reach of the Kiara Grace Foundation to save precious lives in Latin America. Get your ticket before they sell out. Don't miss your chance to meet Tim Tebow, be inspired, and make a tangible difference. I was going down a one-way street and a girl that was driving her car T-boned me on my scooter. I ended up going for an MRI and discovering that I had two herniated discs. Coming to Carrie allowed me to not have to worry about what doctor I was going to see or what physical therapist I had to go to. They say, these are the people we trust. You're going to have a great experience there. And I honestly did each time. Call Melden Law. Your consultation is absolutely free. I was driving behind a lady, and very suddenly she moved out of the way. There was a log laying in the road. And when I hit my brakes, I went on top of the log. I had two herniated discs. I just haven't been the same since. Jeffrey Melden fought for me all the way. Him and his team really went there for me. Throughout the whole lawsuit, he made sure that my bills was paid. It was never no whenever I called him and asked him for something. Call Melden Law right now. And I was in an accident. Someone ran a red light and hit me, and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Melden because you're going to need help, and they will help you. Call Melden Law right now. Hey, Sammy, look who's there. Say hi. Hey. Melvin Law, Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! Somebody else hit us here! Here we go again. Welcome back to Melvin Law and Friends. And uh, today I have a a good friend of mine, Jeff Cardozo, with me. And uh, welcome to the show, Jeff. Jeffrey, good to uh, always be here. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow... uh, I just wanted to talk about, you know, what's going on in the world of uh, uh, Jeff Cardozo. Yeah. Tell me, what I, since I've talked to you last, uh, you know, there's a lot going on. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of changes. Well, I've always been somebody that wants to work, loves to work, and, you know, I, I think um, just always trying to find things, like, I think like you do, just to help the community, be a part of this community, see what you can do. Um, you know, a big passion of mine was running Ironwood Golf Course for 20 years, 20 plus years. And, um, you know, it's just, I think it got to the point where some things were changing and there wasn't just seemed like maybe as much passion, um, and care for, for some of the things that we were doing. So, um, you know, it was, it was probably time to go and ended up leaving there. I took a job with uh, UF health doing some, uh, business development for, uh, for orthopedics, which is 
getting me to to stay in the sports world, be a part of all that other stuff. But yeah, I'll never be able to uh, to give up the the broadcast side and, and Gator stuff and the radio show. And um, even though it's eighty hours, it seems it's it's fun. It's uh, and that's what you got to do with life, right? Is ha- have some fun. Absolutely. So you know, I'm. 79 years old now, right? Crazy. And, and I, I love working, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, when people use the retirement w- uh, word for around me, I just give them a That's big, right. you know, get away. Yeah. Get away. Uh, you know, look, um, I'm very blessed. I get to take a lot of vacations, do a lot of neat things, and um, it's fun. And I think uh, it's a good lesson for all of you that are listening or watching that uh, if you're passionate about something, uh, keep keep in that direction. Yeah. Because uh, if if you're good at something and you're having fun doing it, uh, there's no limitation on uh, age. Uh, you can have a great time, and uh, you know I think you're you're a good of, example of kind of moving your career into some different directions. So let's talk about. Like uh, all the uh, announcing stuff you do, I know you were a base a star baseball pitcher. Yeah, right. Came here in 1997. Yeah, so it's over 25 years you've been here. Crazy, right? <laughs> and um, but you, your career as a pitcher, you were an all star SEC pitcher, but your uh, you, your career got derailed, right? It did, yeah. A couple of shoulder surgeries. So now, I guess in my business, I could have referred myself <laughs> to the ortho guys. Um, so the actually the guy that did my surgery was the the doc at the time for for UF. He's now the team doctor for the Texas Rangers. So uh, oh, he's doing Keith a lot. Meister. Yeah, Keith Meister. Keith so. was a good friend of mine. Yeah, he's here. So yeah, Meister's awesome. Um, but it's just, you know, I, I think being a part of, like, Gainesville, like, you know, you, you go through everything. You think, I'm going to be in the big leagues. I'm never going to stick around in Gainesville. You know, this is not what it's all about. And then you kind of fall in love with the place. And, you know, for me, both my parents went to Florida. So it was always kind of a no-brainer that this would be the place I, I went. I worked really, really hard to try to get here because, obviously, getting to play at UF is a pretty big deal. Um, I got four or five other scholarship offers to go different places but then once the uf1 came it was you know pretty much a no-brainer we would come for gator growl like always just once a year my parents would drive us up and you know we'd do all that stuff and see the homecoming parade and get to be a part of all that and you know i think my my favorite memory is sitting in gator growl and these you know take the programs and you'd crumble them all up and you'd have paper fights and (laughs) you know me as like this 12 year old kid just Pegging people was was always something really awesome, and, and then they were doing that at, at the stadium at the yeah, time. Correct. Right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, it was almost they, full, and they had like Robin Williams was there, Seinfeld, and they, and Seinfeld, Sinbad, and, uh, yeah, Bob some great Hope ones. was there. They yeah. had, uh, I mean, Gator Growl used to be really uh, controversial. Sure. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> because they you know people would fill the stadium and they bring their kids like yeah. you right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's not th- PG. This is not PG. <laughs> and so you, they'd hear about it. it. Actually, so this year they changed it. They did a concert with uh, Jason Derulo yeah. over at the uh, O Dome. Yep. And that turned out great. Good. You know? Do you know, I actually I took my grandchildren to that really? event. Nice. Yeah. And they were, you know. They were ha- putting their hands on their ears most of the yeah. time and stuff. You know, they're like six and eight, but they still thought it was pretty cool. It was their first concert they'd awesome. ever been 
been to, and it, there there wasn't really anything X-rated about it. Yeah, you know, and they, and they'll never forget it. They'll never forget being it. with uh, being with Grandpa. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. Well, but yeah, that, no. So yeah, being being a part of all that and then getting to play here and you know obviously sticking around has, has been pretty fun. So now you, um, I know that you are the broadcaster for the UF baseball games, yep. right? Now, what's your role? I know I'm learning about, you know, there's the color guy, there's the play calling sure. guy, right? So- yeah, so um, with baseball, you actually do both. Um, so, and, and for many, many years, I, I work with Mick until Mick retired a couple of years Mick, ago. Mick Huber. Mick Huber, those, the old voice of the Gators, yep. Um, so Mick was great. He would do six innings of play-by-play. I would do three innings of play-by-play. And then when uh, Mick retired from baseball after we won the national title in 2017, then I took over as the main guy. So now I'm the, the main broadcaster. And then I'll have a color guy come in, and we've used different people over the years. And then um, you know, with, with Sean Kelly coming in, the new voice of the Gators, he uh, he's done some baseball broadcasts with me as well, but yeah, so that's it's been really fun. I got to go to Omaha in 1998 as a player, and you know that's like the mecca. That's like what you always want. And we had such a great team that year. We were number one in the country, number one seed going into Omaha, and that was back in the day when. It was the cheating bats, and everybody's taking steroids, so the hitters were really good. And um, we gave up double-digit runs in both games. We scored double-digit runs in both games, but we lost both of them. Um, So two and out in Omaha, but then now as a broadcaster with getting to go this past year, I've been nine times as a broadcaster. So it's been uh, been pretty incredible for sure. Was was Andy Lopez a coach? Andy Lopez was a coach, which Lopes was awesome. Um, you You know, I think everybody's got different feelings about and for for some people he wasn't the right guy but for me you know I almost consider him a second father just I mean he would yell and scream and do all the things but it motivated you like and if you knew what he was trying to do and the message like some people called him Bobby Knight and Spikes because mm-hmm. uh, as the way he was but I'll uh, quick quick little story I'll just it, it's really fun is my junior year I had had the shoulder problems and I, I didn't throw a bullpen all year like I just started on Saturdays um her shoulder hurt so bad it was it was torn, but I was going to try to play through it and, and get through it. So we go up to Kentucky and it's it's cold that day, and I throw five scoreless innings and we're killing Kentucky. They weren't any good back then. It's like eight or nine nothing, and all of a sudden um, the sixth inning starts. Shoulder like we scored a bunch, so the shoulder started tighten up a little bit. It was a little sore. So I give up a single to lead off the inning, then I think a double, so second and third, and I walk the next guy. And Lopeson starts coming out to the mound and he's walking slow walk that he would do. And he sticks out his hand and he goes, give me the blank and baseball. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm throwing good. Like, give me the blank and baseball. And I'm like, man, this, this stinks. Um, you know, I want to stay in there. So I'm, I give him the ball, walk, start walking off the mound. And he, he says, Hey, Dozo, you know what? If I wouldn't have had a vasectomy, I'd name my next kid after you. That's a heck of a job. And I didn't even know what a vasectomy was back then. You know, so I'm like, what is he talking about? Um, but no, he, he was such a great guy. Um, you know, we got to see him. We, we did a 20-year reunion for the team that won the SEC championship in 1998. He came back to town, and um, just so many people love the guy. But, yeah, I mean, he, he really helped me with a lot of different things, like even in – you know, in the, the business world, just some of the lessons and life stuff that he taught you and 
how to react, how to treat people, how to do all that other stuff. So, you know, I think there's a lot of people that might think, hey, a coach is just getting you through. But, I mean, to me, he, he got me ready for life. And I really appreciate him for that. Well, the Gator baseball program is awesome. I mean, we were one game from being, you know, the world champion. Yeah. Uh, college World Series, you know, champion. Um, which, I, I don't know if you knew this, but Abby Knight, who started working with me in 1979, okay. was the president of the uh, Gator Baseball Boosters Club wow. twice. Dang. Okay, <laughs> so it, it, at Meldon Law, right? Yeah, we always um, she had great seats right behind the uh, Gator dugout. Um, we'd go to games. Uh, the the secret was that the uh, a lot of the Gator boosters really liked to drink beer. Yeah. Um, during the game, and it was outlawed back then. Right. Right. So they, even though they had seats, they would um, back up a pickup truck to left field, okay? <laughs> and they would sit in the back of the truck uh, drinking beer, watching uh, the Gator nice. game from left and field. And that was when, I, I never saw this, but there was a hill or something out in left field, right? They would go up a little bit. Yeah, so. at the Mac. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neat story. <laughs> And I mean, these were like uh, Al Hall, who was a reporter for the Gainesville. See, he was a sports reporter okay. at, at the Gainesville Sun, and he was part of the crew. Nice. As a matter of fact, that was Abby's boyfriend. Nice. And so, but uh, someday I'll have Abby tell you a story. She still works for Melden Law. Let's see, from '79 to 2023, what's that? 44 years. Yeah, incredible. That's, that's, uh, you know, a long time for one franchise. <laughs> so you're doing something right. We're doing something. Well, she tries to leave every week. She tries to retire, and, you know, <laughs> and I go, no, Abby, you know, you, you know, you, you have too much institutional knowledge. That's right. So, okay, so Gator Baseball, there's a bunch of games. For those of you, we must have 30 home games or so. Yeah, 56-game regular season. Yeah. And then, yeah, about just 30 to 35 home games. So you do every game? Every game. Okay. What so about the away game? It's a grind. Every game. Yep. Oh, home, you got to go, you gotta go so, away. Yep. Last year was more than 70 games, and you know each game's probably about three hours. and So it's it's a lot of time. But Well, how does the team travel? Um Travels well. Um, we, I mean, do they have they they jump on a jet and go. Yep, jump on a plane unless it's uh, Georgia, South Carolina, Jacksonville. So it's about five hour bus ride. We'll usually bus, but fly everywhere else. Because by the time you go to the airport, you know, correct. Plane, and then uh, if the if there's fog, you might not be able to land. land. <laughs> so let's talk about that because that's funny. Um, so uh, Melden Law is the uh, official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And uh, once a year, we get to go with the football team. And uh, this past uh, two a week and a half ago, uh, we went to LSU with the football team. Yeah. And uh, it was a night game uh, in Death Valley at Baton Rouge. And the friggin' Gators were in the game in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was thirty-eight, thirty-five at one point. Yeah. It was we were winning twenty-eight, twenty-four. Then let's see, they they scored fourteen points. They got up to thirty-eight. Then we scored, yeah. and it was thirty-eight, thirty-five. This is the friggin' fourth quarter. So we are in the game on the road against a. Uh, I think they were ranked number twelve or thirteen or fourteen at the time. Yeah. I mean, a top-ranked team. And uh, they rarely lose at home, and the you know 
the Gators, you know, were in the game, right? So by the time we we lost the game, we faded. Our defense really faded strong at the end, and uh, we we just weren't able to uh, keep up with them as far as scoring. However, uh, by the time the team um, showered, got into the buses, drove to the airport, and uh, got onto the plane, we were supposed to get back to Gainesville at 2.30. in the friggin' morning. Uh, However, by the time we got loaded on the plane, it looked like uh, the earliest we were going to get back was 3 a.m. And, uh, you know, we're we're in the plane. Everybody could uh, feel us uh, like... You know, we're getting ready to land in Gainesville. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then as, as the plane's like down to, I don't know, four or 500 feet, it f- felt like. Yeah. All of a sudden, the engines thrusted up, right? Waking everybody up because you're so, tired. Now, you must have had that experience before, right? No, that's first time. Well, um, actually, earlier on a football trip this year, we had to divert to Jacksonville. Because oh, the Utah game. Because the power was out. There was a storm in Gainesville, so there was no power at the airport, so you couldn't land either. So out of all the times I've been a part of the football broadcast and been traveling with the team, we've now had it happen twice this year when it's never happened before, and you were just on the uh, unlucky trip. So to, uh, so finish telling him what happened after So, yeah, that. so after that, so you circle around, and then, you know, everybody's groggy because it's almost 3 in the morning, and... They have on these Delta screens where you can actually see where you are and, and the flight pattern. And then they, the stewardess or whoever it was, captain, didn't come on the plane and say, hey, we're, we're not landing. You just all of a sudden look at your screen and you're now heading to Orlando. We're like, oh, no, what's going on? So, But then remembering there must have been a problem at the airport. So um, then finally we land about 45 minutes later in Orlando. And it's now very late. And that's when they come on and tell us that we couldn't land and – There'll be buses coming to get you. And then <laughs> and so the buses weren't in Orlando, though. They were in Gainesville, which meant we sat on the tarmac for a couple hours. Yeah, two hours. While the buses came. And they, every, so everybody was uh, trying to figure out. There, first of all, on the bus, you have the whole team that's up front and the coaching staff. And uh, Jeff's on the plane in the back. And, you know, we have, there's probably, you know, 30 or 40 people that are not on the football staff correct that are on the but we're all in the back of the plane we're trying to like what's going on what's happening and we're trying to figure out what's going on anyhow uh, we wind up landing in orlando and we're there on the tarmac for two hours now the buses in gainesville were dispatched to go to orlando so that's about an hour and 45 minutes you know in the middle of the night because there's not much traffic so what they, they didn't take into account, though, was that the buses are designed to take the players only to back to the University of Florida, yep. t- a 10-minute ride. Yep. Okay? Well, so they sent those buses. However, there was another 30 or 40 of us yep. right, that, were, that they didn't account for, and they're trying to squeeze everybody into every single seat. Okay. Uh, they told me, I'm in the back of the bus, kind of where Jeff is. You know, Dr. Pete was on there. He was. <laughs> I said, now, Dr. Pete told me, this is Dr. Pete and Delicato, who was the team doctor for many years. It was interesting because he came back and started uh, talking with me, and he said, you know, this has, ha- over my career. Now, remember, from 1978 until 
like 2014 or something, he went on every trip, yeah. football, basketball. Now, he told me fog had happened to him uh, on a number of occasions. Okay. So he kind of, you know. Yeah, he, he's used to he, it. He was used to the fog <laughs> thing, right? What happens is when you get back late at night, 2 or 3 o'clock, uh, that's when fog forms. Uh, we're usually sleeping at that time. However, if you get up in the morning at uh, 7 or 8 o'clock, a lot of times you'll see the heavy fog. This was really heavy fog. You know, they they made an announcement that they, they were uh, even thinking of flying back from Orlando to Gainesville, but that the fog wasn't going to clear up until 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, yeah. So anyhow, we finally, the buses are there. They tell us, you know, they say, Jeffrey, you're on bus one. Okay? I can remember that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Except everybody's getting off the bus, and it took, what, 30, 40 minutes by, after the bus got. So by now, it's already 6 a.m. Okay? It's starting to get a little light. And uh, uh, they tell me, go on. But, well, I get on a bus one, and there's standing room only. There's only one seat on the bus okay it's the front row right hand side and who's there coach napier yeah okay <laughs> now i think coach napier usually sits there and works on the way home he does on the bus yep. right and a lot of times nobody sits there next to him. correct that's the tradition that's right well, he must have felt sorry for this old son of a gun because he looks at me and says, Jeffrey, you can sit down in this seat. <laughs> and then what was really funny was he he says, uh, this is not good that we have uh, at 6 o'clock in the morning and we have all these people standing in the aisle on bus one, yeah. including my son. But there was about eight or ten graduate assistants there. So he identified, well, those are the kids. They're young, and we'll get them back. We'll, we'll Uber them home or whatever. Yep. Okay, but they got to get off the bus because we're not going to make them stand for two uh, hours. Two yeah. hours right? So he's, he made me his assistant. He says he didn't want to stand up and start looking. I said, Jeffrey, tell me, how, count the people. <laughs> so I said, there's nine people standing. So he this is amazing because here's the head coach. He's got a lot of stuff on. He calls one of his assistants and says, look, we got to get uh, some people off the bus. And he took charge yeah. and made arrangements for every one of those graduate assistants to get off the bus, right? And what was funny is I knew what was going on. I, I did the head count for him, and yeah. then they're coming in. <laughs> and one by one, these graduate assistants are, are getting off. And I, what was going on is he was telling somebody else to text them, right? And tell them. Yeah, you could see from my perspective in the back, people like looking at their phones, and then you're like, <laughs> and then it was like different people telling different people, "It's your turn to, you know, make that happen." So, so I was so impressed that, um, that Coach Napier was orchestrating that. Um, I mean. You know, he was doing it himself, and I, I was I was trying to make – I mean, we just got our ass handed to us in the game, right? Yeah. And so th I started out by telling him some jokes and trying to lighten him up yeah. and tell him stories and stuff because that's what you do when a coach sure. lost, right? I mean, yeah. what are you going to do, talk about the game? Yeah, you can't do that. You can't, no. I'm the one that has to interview him first after <laughs> losses, and now certainly after this Missouri one was – I think that's the most dejected I've ever – seen him 
after a game. And I mean, even for LSU, which, you know, you were a part of, it's, uh, it's tough. I mean, the guy wants to really, really win. He cares so much. So yeah, you can see. Well, it. that's a good point, and I want to get around to that for the our Gator fans that are listening uh, or watching. Um, I am so high on uh, the Gator team's development. Um, I don't know if a lot of uh, a lot of fans understand what it takes to um, turn around a program that mm-hmm. had, you know. Um, the cupboard was bare as far as talent. When, good good uh, way to put it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When Coach Napier came in, um, you know, I talked with Scott Strickland, and I said, well, you know, how was the negotiation with Napier as far as his salary? He said it was simple. He said, you know, we told him what we wanted to, uh, you know, pay him, and he said that's fine. He said, I said, well, what were the challenges? He said, he was so focused in on building a team around him, similar to what they have at uh, Alabama and Georgia, mm-hmm. that um, it took a while for uh, Scott Strickland, who's you know our uh, athletic director, to kind of get his head around the amount of money that it was going to take to put together a first-class system. Yeah, and and you can see it. And uh, judging by the plane, too, there's more people on those planes than there was ever before. But it's, it's, it is. If you want to be Alabama or Georgia, like you were mentioning, you have to assemble these types of people. And now you have NIL a part of everything, so you've got those types of coordinators and people involved. But I think the, you know, the neatest part is, just like you're trying to do with your team, you want to get the best of the best, right? That's what everybody's trying to do. So you've got to get better players here. In order to get better players, you've got to understand what it takes to get those types of players. And, you know, I think in, in hiring Katie Turner, who, who he stole from Georgia, you know, she does a great job with some of the recruiting stuff because guess what? She knew what Georgia was doing. And if it was, okay, it's your birthday. And we used to have a handwritten card sent out from everybody. Well, she knows that. So now, well, guess what? You're going to get a handwritten birthday card, but then 10 more from 10 other people. So if Georgia was giving you 10, Florida's giving you 20. And it's just making sure you understand how to build it, what to do. And you're right with the the cupboard being bare. I mean, there's as much as you could see some of the success. There just, there wasn't the, the types of recruiting. There wasn't the things involved that you needed to do to sustain a winning program here under the previous regime. So he had a lot to build, uh, still has a lot to build, but you can certainly see him working that way. But I, I think he's been great from that standpoint. I mean, you're starting to get five stars that were never even a, a thought of, of Florida being able to get. So he understands what to do. And, and I almost think if we didn't have NIL this day and age, he would be even better because he is so genuine. He's so good at what he does. He knows how to sell a program. You know, I think the, the leadership that, that he brings and what he's doing now and just even trying to keep the locker room and players together with all this adversity and, and losing four games in a row, he is that motivator. And, and I mean, it, it, when you listen to some of these speeches, like I want to go run and jump through a wall for the guy. And I mean, that's how much you truly believe in it. And Hopefully that'll eventually get there because, you know, again, I, and I try to tell this through my show and, and everybody that talks, you know, we all want the Gators to win, right? We're, we're Gator fans, but nobody wants them to win more than Billy Napier. So he's going to do everything possible. Every decision he makes is for 
trying to make Florida a better program and a successful program. So you can certainly see it. Yeah, I mean, you know, Gator fans think that there's some ma- magic bullet, right? That you, right. You know, oh, you you hire this coach, and then in you know, uh, Colorado thought they had the magic bullet, yeah. right? You know, that lasted three three games. Three games, right? <laughs> right. There's no magic bullet, Gator fans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You have to. It's like building a business, right? You start by creating a team culture. You start by putting the right people in the right seats. Uh, we do it at Meldon Law. Yeah. Okay. Here we're here at Spurs Gridiron Grill. By the way, everybody listening, if you haven't been here, uh, come and enjoy it. Uh, it's a museum and a great restaurant. And uh, if you have been here, then uh, I don't have to tell you anymore. It's a fun place to come. Uh, you'll see the head ball coach here frequently, and uh, it's really great. So anytime you are building a business, anytime you're building a football program, there's certain building blocks that you have to install in that as a foundation. And I have, I've been around Gator football now since 1970, and I think that, um, you know, you look at Spurrier, uh, you know, you look at what Urban Meyer did. Those guys, you know, they started and they they built up uh, a program with building blocks. And they had, you know, they each had their own style, but they were each um, incredible at building uh, that team. Uh, Coach Napier, if we give him a chance, he could – uh, he can become the best coach in the SEC. I'm c- completely convinced of it. You know, uh, Saban is awesome. He may coach for another 10 years. He may be like me. He's, he that's not, what he's, I was just going to say. He's like you. He just keeps going. That's awesome. It's like, you know, it's like, if you can hey, do it, do it. I'm having a good time. That's I'm, right. uh, you know, he might win the national championship this year, right? I, know. I mean, if he beats Florida, I mean, I'm sorry, if he beats Georgia, Georgia yeah. in the SEC championship game, there's a compelling argument for them, both of them, to be in the, sure, uh, the, playoff. in the playoffs. And yeah. so um, those are the kind of things, because Ohio State's going to play Michigan and Florida State we're going to beat. So, That's right. Very so, good. <laughs> and then Washington's going to lose to Oregon. And then, uh, you know, yeah. it's gonna, it always falls into place. We should have brought you on the broadcast <laughs> on that LSU trip, knowing all this stuff. That's great. So, well, I don't know if you know this. I graduated from Ohio State. I do. So I always yeah. have two horses in the race. <laughs> However, when Ohio State plays the Gators, I wear my Gator gear. Yeah. And I'm always – the only time – I ever went where wore Ohio State gear was in the 2007 basketball Final Four okay. when Ohio State and Florida were both uh, there. Except Ohio State was on one side of the bracket and the Gators were on the other. Yeah. And my college roommate from Ohio State flew down with Jim Trussell, nice. who had been the coach at Ohio, who was the coach at Ohio State, and he called me and says, "Look, I want you to come down." meet Coach Trussell, uh, but he's really has an emotional problem right now about seeing Gator gear. He said, could you wear Ohio State gear? Now, the Gators were playing the second game, mm-hmm. so I brought a duffel bag, and I had two outfits. Oh, that's I, awesome. I wore my Ohio State outfit for the first few minutes. <laughs> to go down, I met Coach Trussell. Yeah. And, uh, I introduce myself, and he looks at me. He says, "Oh, you're the guy I've been hearing about." <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we we chatted up for a while. I went back. I sat in the Ohio State section and re- rooted for them. And then uh, I 
changing the gator gear and of course uh you know we won our second national championship uh that year uh in a row which is incredible so getting back to um what you're doing you're doing gator baseball um the with football what have you been doing so football i do the the pregame show we come on the air three hours early so tate casey and i are the uh the, the two guys so tate does the, the sidelines during the game and we uh, we get everybody ready for the game little interviews and talking about a lot of different stuff for uh for the prep and then for uh so during the games i'm the in-game producer so to speak so uh when, when sean's doing his stuff um I'm the one watching the red hat and saying, hey, we're going to commercial break. And I've got a little magical button that I can push that only goes to his ear. So I'll tell him various things throughout the day and throughout the game and the broadcast and kind of doing that. And then I'll give him the readers for the, you know, the sponsors and different things like that. And then he'll take a break at halftime. So Tate and I then do the halftime segment. So we'll recap the first half, look forward to the second half and give some scores and, and different things like that. And then post game. I, uh, I'm right there next to the, the TV crew. So once after a win, Napier gets interviewed, then I'm right there. I'll do the interview for the radio network, and then we'll go in the locker room and we'll interview some players and stuff for the postgame show. So, so you're good. doing football and baseball. Yep, a part of the uh, – for the network. Um, haven't really ever done much with basketball because we were doing a show called Gator Zone, um, and I just stopped last year. Um, I was doing the PA for, for the women. And I still do the volleyball PA um, in in the O Dome. Yeah, the volleyball team—they've uh, been great over the years. Yeah, and it's awesome. Like, in I remember when they first asked me, and and you know, I'll speak truthfully, I, I never went to a volleyball match when I was a student here. Um, but you know, I we'd hang out with the volleyball girls because they were in the Lemoran Center. Like our locker rooms were right there. But you know, I get to see them, so I just no, no reason to go to the games. And then they they asked me to do it. And I go the first time, it's like, wow, what have I been missing? This is incredible. Like, you know, not only are they beautiful, but they're very athletic. They're really good. Mary Wise has done such, I think she's, she's up to like 28 SEC championships now or something like that. So yeah, it's year incredible. After year, you know, they lost their star player this year. They did. And it's, it's and, really hurt. And, yeah. And, and the team, which would have been a top four team Easily. in the country. Yep. Easily. Yeah. Now they're just, you know, doing the best they can getting through. But Mary Wise will bring in great talent and, you know, reconstruct a, a winning team. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so, so get to be a part of that. Um, so well, that's, what about your radio show? Yeah, and then a radio show every day, 4 to 6, with uh, with Pat Dooley, which is which is fun. You know, we, now, we, that's on 850 uh, WRUF, uh, 850 ESPN. And there's a FM signal. Yep, 98.1 FM. And then you can always get the uh, WRUF app, which a lot of people listen to. Because there's, I mean, there's Gator fans that call throughout the country every day. And you're like, wow, how are they listening? But it's really easy. You just download the WRUF app. And then there's a listen live button. You press it and you can hear us and, and be able to do that. So, yeah, it's, and that's it's how been a lot of fun. Pe- yeah, most people consume their radio now you know either in their car or you know on an app Mm -hmm. they're they're sitting there you know in their office or move you know people really love the gators and i think uh we'll finish the show on that note because y'all out there i know you like to bitch and moan however (laughs) you are in one of the greatest places in the world if you're a sports fan and you better realize that and start going to the events i mean 
baseball, we've got this Condon family, uh, you know, ballpark, which is just incredible. I mean, you you must have been blown away when you saw that. Ballpark. Yeah, it's it's really nice, and you know, it's it's like a Taj Mahal almost. You know, it's it's a double A ballpark. That's how legit it is, and and how great it is. Um, so. You know, I think facility-wise, it, it's it, but you know it's it's interesting you mention that because I try to tell people that all the time. You know, obviously football rules a roost, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been other offered other opportunities to go different places, but then I sit back and I think, well, why would I want to go broadcast for a school? And yeah, you might get to do more, but you're going to be miserable with basketball or miserable with baseball or miserable doing another sport because. Just about every sport here is so incredible. I mean, there's a reason why they're top five in the country every single year in, in the All Sports Trophy and the amount of SEC championships. So you feel like when you go to a Gator event, like it seems like 90% of the time they're going to be able to win it because that's how good all these other programs are. Yeah. I mean, so we are really – so we – in the SEC, uh, University of Florida has won 260 – SEC championships and the number two school is somewhere around 157. Yeah. I think it's Tennessee. It is maybe. Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. So just realize our good fortune and come and support the the Gators. You will have a blast. It doesn't matter which sport. Gymnastics is incredible. Mm-hmm. Volleyball, women's softball. Um, they're all yeah, lacrosse. Lacrosse, yeah. And I mean, obviously, what swimming and track and field have done yeah, with we're winning numerous national titles, championships, right? <laughs> and uh, well, and that's what's cool too. Is you know, I it's cool to get to to see you every now and then walking around. But I mean, if you're on campus, you're you probably are walking by someone that was in the Olympics. Like that's that's what's nuts about it. It's like, oh man, I saw that person on television in the Olympics winning a dang medal. So and then they're just normal people just like us back at, at University of Florida. But it's it's a really unique place for sure. So uh let's uh end on that note on Melden Law and Friends. Uh we love the Gators. Jeff Cardozo, thank you very much for everything that you do to bring the Gators alive to the uh uh, listeners who are trying to, you know, uh, follow the Gators and uh, support the Gators in any way you can. Uh, they certainly need your NIL money because uh, you got to pay uh, to play. That's right. That's what it's turned into. <laughs> and, and thank you to everything that you do. I know it's it's really fun getting to all these events, and I normally see you guys there or Carrie's there. Or remember last year you guys threw out the first pitch of the game and. You, know, you still got an arm for an older guy, huh? I was, hey, I was proud of you for that. I, well, actually, Carrie's <laughs> arm is stronger, but uh, <clears throat> next time I do the first pitch, yeah. I'm going to throw it over the catcher's head. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just show everybody just how What's strong you really got. You are. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much for watching and listening. I'm Melden Law and Friends, and we'll be back next week for a great show. <laughs>